0: Thank you for tuning in to the Realities Podcast. Realities Podcast is a blog term podcast about the realities of life, what's trending, being a mom and a wife, family, career, and everything in between. I hope you enjoy this next episode, but please make sure that you follow us on Instagram at Realities, and that is R A I A L I T I E S. Let us know what you think about this next episode. Enjoy. Welcome to Realities. We are back. Hey, Haji. Haji. So we are back. Uh, I don't know what episode this might be like episode eighty three or something like that. I don't know, but we're back. It. I. I, I think I don't know. I don't, I don't, don't know. Remember the episode were the 80s. numbers. I don't know. Are we in
1: that. the eighties? You sure? Yeah, we in the eighties. I don't know. We was like sixty nine in the spring. No,
0: no. I did. We just posted seventy eight. Are sure? And I'm yes, so we 80 something.
1: All right. Oh, right. We're gonna pray on it.
0: <laughs> we are back and we are going to talk to she'll introduce herself. We're gonna to talk to our girl, our Ryan Sipsta, uh, about her YouTube channel and her new Instagram and everything that's that's been happening as to what led up to her uh, YouTube channel, as well as how everything is going with that. So we'll let her introduce herself first before we get into everything.
2: Okay. Hey, y'all. Um, my name is Nina Turner. Um, and you can find me on Instagram at sheslayscancer. Is she slays underscore? Maybe it's she underscore slays cancer. Um, and then on YouTube, my channel is Life with Answer A N C E R, um, and it's just a journey of following uh, me along my cancer treatment for breast cancer um, and just all the the things that are coming with it. Awesome. So
0: how? I guess to go back to the YouTube channel, start with the YouTube channel. How long or how many, is it episodes with YouTube? It's episodes. episodes? Okay. So how many episodes are you in with you? And how often do you do this?
2: I try to, I try to post weekly. Um, I'm about, I think, eight episodes in. um, Just getting started. And, really try to make the YouTube more about, it's a little more of the educational space. So I do a little longer form um, videos there. And then uh, when I hop over to Instagram, it's more of the shorter form, like informational, again, educational, but then it's a little more of be a part of my life more than let me be your teacher.
0: Awesome, awesome. Oh, looked like she was trying to come off mute. I didn't know what she was doing. <laughs> so, she slays cancer, life with answer. How did that start? Like, if you if you're comfortable with sharing that part, like, how did that yeah. start? And hi, Grace. <laughs> Gracie's in the video, guys. Just so they, for those that list that are listeners, we gotta always tell them what we're doing. because like, y'all said y'all was looking at something, but we ain't know what y'all. <laughs> we're looking at Gracie. We'd rather see her. Yeah. Put her. Put the camera on her. We could just listen to you. Yeah. Say, hey,
2: Hi hey, y'all. You is
1: Kimby. Okay, that's it. That's
0: enough.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, yeah. yeah. So how did how did this start?
0: Um. Most importantly, like what led you to say, you know what? I need to share this with the world. I need to start this YouTube channel. I need to Mm -hmm. put this out there on Instagram.
2: Yeah. So this spring, it kind of started in March. I was not having any sort of, it wasn't anything in the top of my body, breast issues or anything. I was having like hip pain that eventually led to a series of doctor's appointments and a breast cancer diagnosis um when i got diagnosed i immediately started well before the diagnosis even came i was googling so mm-hmm. i was like well what does this mean what is this even now to the biopsy what does the biopsy result mean what am i supposed to be expecting when i go to the doctor i joined some message boards and i just couldn't find i couldn't find what i felt like was enough complete information Um, if I was on a message board, people were one of two ways, either they were complaining or really upset about what had happened or what they were going through, or they were overly positive. Um, and so it was like, don't believe anything you read. And I'm like, but I'm looking for perspective. Like I'm trying to understand who's been through this. What did you do? Teach me, help me. Um, and then in particular, I started to realize that I, the type of breast cancer I have is called triple negative. It is, um, it's not predominant, but it affects Black women at a higher rate. And Black women are less likely to survive from triple negative breast cancer. And so when I realized that my testing was starting to show up in that way, one thing I was really looking for was another Black woman who was going to tell me one that she survived and how, and what was going on. And I really couldn't find it. So I felt like I needed to start sharing and talking about what I was going through. Um, Cause I felt like somebody else might be out there like me looking, looking for the answers, looking for some sort of answer.
1: So in, through this process, you said you've been doing this since, you said April, right? April's when I found out at the end of April. Okay, so and since then has anybody come out and and share well I'm I'm sure, you know, through research you still it's still people's um kind of going through pages because the same way you did, you researched, but has anybody else shared out yet? Not really.
2: Um, I've had people come and follow me. I've had people who've commented and said, like, I'm really glad you're doing this and it's inspiring. I've had people send me to other pages. Those pages have been, um, I have found certainly several uh, Caucasian women who have pages and are talking about their journey with breast cancer in general and with triple negative breast cancer. But I really still haven't found Um, I mean, outside, even like Robin Roberts is famous. And so she talks about her, you know, her journey with breast cancer, but I really haven't found, um, anybody.
0: So what, what is, I know there's different types of breast cancer. Mm -hmm. What is, what, what's the difference with the triple negative?
2: So breast cancer, um, most tumors have like, uh, three receptors and you think of it as like, what feeds the tumor and makes it grow. Um, It's estrogen, progesterone, and something called HER2. And in most breast cancers, one of those things is making the tumor grow. And so it makes it easier to treat because a doctor can say, okay, if it's estrogen that's making it grow, don't give your body any more estrogen. And so now your tumor can shrink. In the case of triple negative, all of those things are negative and they're not contributing to the growth of the tumor. And so they really don't know what's making it grow. So they have a harder time figuring out how to stop it. Um, in my case, I found out that I actually have the uh, BRCA1 gene. So I have a predisposition to breast cancer. What that gene Tells my doctors now that I know is that basically at the age of forty, I had a starting at the age of forty, I had like a seventy-five percent chance of developing breast cancer and a sixty-five percent chance of developing ovarian cancer. So if I had that information before I turned forty, I could have had a, a I forget what they call it, but like the elective mastectomy and things like that.
1: Hmm. Okay, so, have so you. Oh, you. Sorry. So actually, I have two questions, but I'll 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 try. I'll remember the mm-hmm. the second question. But my first question it kind of goes back to your YouTube channel. So you said your your YouTube your YouTube channel you're missing the C. Is there a reason why you eliminated the C from cancer?
2: Yes, I. Oh, when I found out that I had cancer, the <laughs> of course I cried. I was upset and I was like, oh shit, what's about to happen? You know, like what are the the all the worst things I could think of or the things I thought of? Then I was like, damn, you really gotta be careful what you pray for because you know, I mean, I don't know how many times I pray, Lord, it was like if I could just drop 20 pounds in a month, if I could just, you know, do this, if I could just be more focused, if I could be more present. Certainly, cancer has given me all of that, Um, not in the way that I wanted or expected. And I really felt like I was going to have to change how I view parts of life. And so the answer for me was it's a new, consciously evolving reality. Every day something is changing and I have a choice that I have to make about being positive about it how I want to present it to my kids, have three daughters. So, um, really for me, it became more, it's, it's not my life with cancer. It's the answer that I'm getting about how I want to live my life long-term now that this has happened.
1: What was your second question, G? My second question was, since you said you had your, the breast cancer is 75% and Ovarian cancer is sixty five percent. Knowing that you're at you have a sixty five percent chance of possibly getting ovarian cancer, are you taking um? Sorry, y'all, are you taking the the steps for, or will you take the steps for um, um, uh, a hysterectomy? That's what I was trying to think of. Sorry.
2: Yeah. So after I finish my treatment for breast cancer, the next thing we'll do is a um, is an ovary removal or whatever. I got to go meet with that surgeon. But 100 percent, because I'm not going to beat this and then have to face the reality of that in whatever number of years. No, we're good. Take it.
0: Yeah. And so this particular gene, what was it? BRCA? one Mm hmm. How did they how did they find the like how did they know that you had the brand test? blood tests, all like for women that are approaching forty or are forty, what could they do, or how could they find out if that gene is prevalent in their system?
2: So this is a an interesting part of it too. So I took a genetic test. It was saliva in a tube. They gave me that test because of my age at my at the time of my diagnosis being early onset breast cancer is considered under the age of 50. Um, if you're closer to 40, um, I just turned 42, then it's like, it's not supposed to happen. So immediately there are sort of alarms. Going into it, every single doctor was like, probably not going to be positive for this, but you know, we do it as a precaution like we just want to know what we see and then i came back that i was positive for the the mutation um a couple interesting things for me is my aunt gradient aunt, got diagnosed with breast cancer maybe 12 years ago and at that time i asked my doctor if i could have a genetic test just so something in me was like can't give me like can't give me one of these tests and they told me no. They said I didn't qualify for it because I didn't have a a close enough familiar relationship. They were like you you don't have it because your mom or your grandmother would have breast cancer. Okay. Fast forward, um even in these current doctor's appointments, when my doctors have realized that I have the RCA1, they've all said the same thing. Oh, that's so interesting. We didn't expect it. Why? Well, you know, typically Black women don't have, um, you know, the BRCA gene. Well, as it turns out, it's not that Black women don't have the BRCA gene. It's just that we're less likely to be tested for it. And so when you look up at demographics, we're low on the list of being in it. The second thing, going back to the first part, is it's not it's a gene. So like all your DNA, it comes from both sides of your family. No, my mom and my grandmother did not have breast cancer. As it turns out, I inherit the gene from my father's side of the family. He has brothers. So none of the men have it. They all mostly have male children. My father's the only one who has daughters. So I'm it. Um, so I think for other women, it's like advocating for yourself, asking for things, um doctors will try to discourage you oh you know we don't want to do this test it's expensive with my insurance it was like two hundred dollars so you're telling me that it's expensive I would have paid for that a thousand times Mm -hmm. you know to know what I know now um so I would really tell women to advocate for themselves to press doctors on the information do research and especially i feel like if you're a woman of color and they tell you it doesn't really happen to you you have to question whether or not is that it doesn't happen to us or that there's not enough research to support it
0: yeah i think it it definitely you know nowadays anyway a lot of stuff is coming out and and i think this is the time if no time for us to definitely advocate for ourselves because they don't you know it, the healthcare system is still the same i mean it there's so much out there to help remedy and, and solutions and, you know, they just don't, it's just not set up for us. Yeah. And I mean, you have some doctors that are out here that are advocates. You know, I can definitely say like OBGYN that I had, I had because he's still trying to get me to have kids so I, I can't go back to him. He told me, next time I see you, you'll be pregnant because you won't see me ever then. Uh, <laughs> just won't ever go back. But he is one that's very active in a community and very, you know, um, front facing with, when it comes down to supporting black women and making sure that voices are heard and being one that grows his practices and uh, does the research and all that good type of stuff and brings back and shares. So I follow him on Instagram. I just will never go back to him as a doctor. Um, just because he wants me to have more kids. And I just think that's that's just the wrong way of life for me right now. Ever. One more.
1: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Come on, catch up to me and Nina. Y'all good. <laughs> I'll run behind y'all. No, she had mine. Yep, I, I will take y'all's anytime. But so Nina, real I... quick. or we here? Nina, your, your last one is what? Three or four now, right? Two. Two. She it should
2: be three in a few months
1: okay so because and we we all kind of notice especially being black um black women black people that our they don't doctors don't necessarily take us seriously they always think Mm -hmm. we're crying wolf for whatever reason Mm -hmm. is is are your doctors are they black or are they white so my medical
2: team right my medical team right now is primarily white doctors um i did but i met with a lot of doctors um so when i did my surgical the first thing they do is when you first find out you have breast cancer the first immediate course of treatment is surgery it's like yeah we think we can get you into surgery let's hurry up and do that so the first doctor you meet is a is a breast surgeon um so the first doctor i met um she's a white female breast surgeon i actually really liked her I went into the meeting with the idea of, are you going to want to know me? Are you going to like rush through it? And when she walked in the room, she was really warm. But the first thing she said was, one, she said I was going to beat it. And the second thing was she started talking to me about my kids. She was like, how how old are your kids? What are their names? Like trying to get to know me. I felt like that was a big positive. Um, I ultimately am not going with her only because I, found somebody I like more, but she was good. She was a top contender. Um, The second surgeon I met, she was a black doctor and I liked her, but I didn't like her. And I'm gonna tell you what I didn't like about her was she was gonna tell me what I was gonna do. And she was telling me what was important to me and she wasn't asking me. Um, The other odd thing that happened is my husband, Goes with me to all my appointments, but she kicked him out, <laughs> and it was like a weird thing for me because I was like, "Well, no, it's okay for him to be in the room," and she was like, "No, I don't allow it." Oh, and so I just felt like, yeah. Oh, now on the other side of it, she is well-credentialed. She had great reviews. There were a whole bunch of different positives that I was feeling, but just for me, from a personal patient perspective. I can't, I don't want to be told, like some people need that. Some people are like, "Yo, just tell me what to do. And I'm not that person. I want to, I want you to tell me the options and then let me make my own
0: choice. Yeah. Um, The fact that she kicked your husband out. Yeah, there, I was like, different. I mean, I would say yeah. like, I'm not getting the pap smear, ma'am. I, right. <laughs> my husband needs <laughs> to hear, because this might be the day where I'm just completely out of it. Like this yeah. is you have your days and it's like this might be the day where I have this appointment and I need to hear and receive what you're saying but I can't I'm so focused here and there or whatever yeah, that he's here as my support but also he can hear the same information I'm hearing and can help with making choices and decisions and stuff see, yeah and I'm going to be like reason... if he can't stay I ain't staying
1: we go right and see the only reason I ask is because ex- again us being black black women we're always crying. Well, I figure I my mind frame is and not to be like stereotypical or racist or anything like that. If you're with a black doctor, I the way I'm feeling, the way I think, my mentality is like, okay, they they know us, they're us, mm-hmm. so they're going to more than likely sit and listen to whatever whatever you're 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 screaming at them. Mm-hmm. And they'll they'll make the best um, recommendations for that, regardless of if they think you're, you know, um, not having those issues or not, as opposed to a white doctor who might just be like uh ah! you know, So that was that was the reason for me asking if the doctors were um, were white or black, because it might have just been a different uh, uh view on everything that you're saying or that you went to them with mm-hmm. i i would
0: say in certain instances now i i don't know if nina knows this but i am hr lead for my organization is and it's yeah, the right. association of community cancers a i can't even read <laughs> it all together but <laughs> so we um we do a lot of research and stuff like that geared towards oncology cancer and so just seeing and hearing and watching it's predominantly white like anytime that there is um any african americans it seems as if we have our mentality is different and so you know while we want that sister to be our doctor cuz she should know us she's going to just like nina said i feel like they're going to tell us what to do because they feel like they know what we need better than what we what we know familiar in some sense yeah and it's like but all of us aren't the same all of us are not my need and your need is totally different and so it's you know that's what I get from it is that it's a lot of I know what's best for you because I know what's best for my communities I'm not the damn community (laughs) I'm an individual so know what's best for me individually and not the group but I, you know, and I asked all my doctors similar
2: questions to get a read on them. So I asked how many of their patients that they were treating were black women with triple negative, how many they had cured, you know, what the success rate looks like. And I had some of those doctors give me very generic answers. I had some of them clearly visibly get super uncomfortable that I asked the question and um, the oncologist that I chose, a, a, a white oncologist, but she was so comfortable with everything. Like, she didn't stumble over any of her words. She didn't, she gave me real numbers. She was like, look, whatever it was, 40% of my patients are, you know, women of color. This is what's going on. Like, I just felt like she could understand everything that I needed from treatment perspective to mama perspective. Um, and so I just, I do, I challenge everyone, like, just ask a lot of questions, make sure that you get somebody who feels like it's a good match for you. Um, but one thing was for certain, I wasn't making a decision without seeing
0: black doctors. So you did mention family. How did your family, um, how did they react? How was... And I understand, like, of course, your husband is a little different than the kids because you have little ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and then your mom. Like, how was that? How how was the initial reaction? And then how are they now with everything?
2: I think it was surreal for everybody. Um, I, I'm probably an oversharer sometimes. So as soon as I like pretty much as soon as i knew oh i'm going to the doctor for this and i knew they were like oh we're going to do a biopsy i called my mom like i told my husband I, I called my mom she went with me um we actually told our kids that i could potentially end up getting this diagnosis as soon as i got the biopsy because i felt like i was afraid to spring it on them I think maybe intuitively I knew like the way it was going and I was like, well, I don't want to just come to them and say, I have it. I'd rather say like, I got a test. We're waiting. Let, you know, let's see what happens. Um, so my husband, he was very solid, (laughs) you know, (laughs) he was like, I'm here. I am in. you know, take care of you mode and like call everybody. Um, there was definitely a moment where he was like, oh shit, like what, what is happening? You know, what, what, what are we doing? Um, I told my family, including my mom on like a FaceTime. And so everyone was a bit emotional. Um, and then telling my daughters, my middle daughter was the most emotional. Um, just very sensitive about it. You know, the baby, she will know what's going on. She, yeah. How old,
1: so how old are your 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 oldest two your two oldest seven and seven and eleven. So the eleven year old understood does this mm-hmm. does the seven-year-old does she have an understanding?
2: She does have an understanding. For her, it's more it's it's a little like we've read stories about it, and she's very into what's happening. So mm-hmm. like she wants to know you know, how many treatments do you have? When do you go? Um, what is it doing? She was very emotional with my hair when I cut my hair off, you know, um, after it was falling out. My 11-year-old is a little more, she understands what's going on, but we've also raised her to, like, we try to say, don't worry about stuff that you don't have to worry about. And so at some point I was like, well, do you care? Because she was like, well, you're you're fine. You're going to be fine, mom. Like... Nothing's happened, so you're good. Um, but I'm also proud for for that for being able to be like, you know what? Let's just stay focused.
0: Yeah, the mm-hmm. oldest is always the strongest. Mm-hmm. Them other kids, that's
1: why I have no <laughs> <laughs> other ones. Man, no, we we not we not going to discuss this. The <laughs> so,
0: how are they now? Like, are they? I know you said the the middle the middle child she's more of like you know what's going on and Mm -hmm. wanting to be just you know probably involved she you don't take her to your treatment no you can't nobody
2: under 16 can come they both asked to come they both have to say she probably like i want to
0: come facetime me while you know show Mm -hmm. me what's happening
2: yeah they want to know what's going on there you know i think there's different moments so when we start to talk about you know, what is coming next? Like there'll be a surgery. There's some emotion of like, oh man, there's more to it. Um, there's they've been super helpful. I think it's helped that I haven't been haven't been like really sick, like they haven't seen me sick. Like if I have I'm tired, I go lay down. Um, if I have any sort of you know, stomach issues, I'm in a bathroom, so no one's seeing me. Um, so I think that helps. And then I just try to, whatever energy I do have, I am, Manny's kids, they haven't seen me cook so many cakes. They haven't been to so many. I'm out like, let's go rent a, let's go rent a paddle boat on Allen Pond. Let's go, let's go do this, you know. So I'm trying to compensate for it to make it feel like it's not disrupting their lives as much. Yeah,
0: yeah. Keep it, keep it, make, keep it as normal as possible.
1: Yeah. yeah now that especially what you have in girls that's a far far away from from now but you have that gene in in you would you recommend them going through uh whatever they need to go genetic through? testing yeah, yeah. And so, would they have to start earlier so
2: the recommendation is that you is that after the age of 25, they go through some sort of genetic testing. It'll be their choice. You know, mm-hmm. they kind of have to decide if they want to know or not and what they'll do with it, if they yeah. know. Um, But yeah, age 25 is what the doctors recommend. I'll definitely recommend it, you know, for my girls. I have a lot of time, thank goodness, to think about, you know, what that is because I'm trying to think about myself at 25 like now I can certainly say man I wish I had known and I would have done blah, blah 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 um but I don't know like I don't know what I would have thought at 25 if somebody was like yeah you
1: know need to cut your ovaries out and chop your boobs off and and yeah, that, that might be a bit much him. but I but um you know them seeing what you're going through even though you you look amazing yeah mm-hmm. um but just kind of knowing what you're going through it might change their oh yeah their mind frame on it but does so but that also kind of uh, eliminates them possibly having kids and things like uh well not things but kids right yep
2: yeah, so the recommendation is that if you are, if you have the BRCA gene, BRCA1, at least the recommendation they gave to me is that they would have told me to remove my ovaries by age 35. Okay. So they give you a little bit of time. You're saying a little bit of time. So get you give a, yeah. <laughs> a little bit
1: of time. 50-year-old grandma. Yeah, give a little bit of
2: time. You know, I think I'm going to recommend to my daughters, like, the same thing that the approach i'm taking now is like you do what you do to save your life like these things yeah. are like in the grand scheme of things how important will it be um and so i hope that they get the testing done when they're of age i hope they don't have the gene but if they do then i hope the options are there and available for them to you know just take the appropriate action and Make the right steps so that they're not like in a way. I feel like it's not wasted time. But I'm like,
0: damn, I would have took care of this. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I, I think our care. I think the generations coming uh, are more are different than we were in that they're not scared of anything. They go out like they they'll protest in a minute. Mm-hmm. So I do think that things healthcare and and um, fairness across the board and things like that. I think this generation, if they don't do nothing else good, that's one thing that the generation coming up, they are definitely, I mean, they're lazy. They don't want to work, but, and I said it, I said it, uh, but they do put in the work when it comes down to social action and things like that. I will give them that much. Like they are not going to, They would rather not go work and make money so that they can go and protest what's right yeah so you know hopefully they take care of us as we get in our old age to know what's right for us
2: and honestly the the research and technology is so good now like when i before i knew i was triple negative The doctors were like, okay, it's good. We caught it early. Like, you're good. Survival rate's like 99.5%. Like, you're good to go. They've done so much advanced research. Like, even getting a mastectomy, mastectomy it's a it's outpatient. You go in in the morning and you go home in the afternoon. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. So unless you're getting like a reconstruction at the same time or doing something extensive, more extensive,
0: no, yeah, we ain't, you we ain't doing all that at the same
2: time huh?
1: oh, now. Hold no, on, because no. I
2: was I was like, oh, I'm like y'all really have advanced this. Um, so I feel like by the time my girls are even dealing with like they should have a little pill. They just be like, it's gone. Boom. You it's done. Yeah. That's
1: I true. think that's I think that's one of the the most amazing things about technology and science now. Um even though we all know the the C word is a scary word and it it does it does put you in an emotional state. However um, because you know i've had family members who've had cancer and they didn't they didn't they didn't survive but that was 40 50 60 years ago and, and or they didn't have the health ago. insurance to help yeah, right and so they didn't have the technology that we have now so you know now it's kind of like okay you have cancer and as long as you catch it early you can cry about it but you know what as long as the 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 attitude that you have towards it and and how you proceed throughout your throughout your daily life and, and the things that you do, it it it, it makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. But I think what you're doing and 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 how you're looking at things is an amazing thing. Like you're not just helping yourself and your girls, you're helping other people who come across your page. Yep. Okay. So you, you're doing it. You're doing again. You're doing an amazing job at, at 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 fighting this and 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 showing people that it's it's it. We're gonna get through this. It's okay.
0: And like we you know said, nobody. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, nobody. You couldn't find a black woman that had that platform that started the platform. So I had to start somewhere. And so I think, you know, somebody else out there that see that see it and are experiencing the same thing can now say, okay, cool. Now I have another Black woman who is putting out, putting the research in, putting the work in and putting it out there for me to now have something to look at and, and follow and get a different perspective because it is different. I mean, it, you know, it's what you go through versus a white woman, and I hate to say, or another, I'll say another woman of another race, I'll mm-hmm. say that, am not going to just blame the white lady, but another race, it's a different person, it is a different perspective, we go through things a lot differently, our lifestyles, our family dynamics are, are pretty different than, mm-hmm. you know, what other uh, races or whatever may go through. They have probably several arm's lengths of information and people that they can connect with. And whereas we don't, we got to dig deep down into the barrel to find somebody that's going to look out for us and take care of us where they're just like, oh, okay, you know, I have all this money so I can just go and get
1: Dr. Oz and he'll take care of me. Which is why our rates are higher. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely.
2: It's it's so much involved in it. Like knowing that you can pick your doctors talking to the doctors and asking questions like I was a I was afraid when I started reading disparities and I'm like okay wait well why is this type of cancer killing black women more is it is it me is it my body what is it and I had to uncover some research and well, one, I had a theory that maybe my tumor was feeding on salt. So I was like, you know, oh. <laughs> I got stop eating so much salt. Um, and I was like, that's why Black women, we eat so much salt. Um, but then all jokes aside, like starting to dig into some of the research and it was like, you know, it's not that the cancer is necessarily attacking us differently it came down to economic disparities. Mm-hmm. It came down to healthcare. It came down to some religious beliefs, right? If your, your treatment, especially for triple negative involves chemotherapy. And so, um, and it's a very new like regimen. So it's been evolving. They're trying to figure out what, what are the things they have a really good regimen now, but 10 years ago, um, it it was a lot worse. And so, Seeing that it was some of those things that I had to think about, okay, well, how do I spread information to make sure that people know, one, you have these choices to, like, there are funds, right? There are are programs that help make sure you can get treatment, but you have to know that that's out there. You have to, like, it doesn't pay for treatment. What they'll do is they'll pay for your bills and you can take your bill money and pay for your treatment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you don't like they don't that's not shared. So they'll tell you, like, hey, we foundations can't pay your medical bills.
0: We can go pay your car note though. I'm like, okay. But and that's my not car note. Here go my gas and my electric and my water. Yep. That makes no And sense. you pay my student loan. <laughs> you take that away, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's crazy. So you t- you briefly talked about um, when you cut your hair, your, our middle daughter, was that was more emotional. That was a lot of emotion for her. Mm-hmm. So did you, was the cutting of your hair your choice or it was more of, I'm going to lose it, so I better just get ahead of this?
2: It, I was losing it. Um, and so I think it was happening over the course of maybe like 8 to 10 days um it started just shedding like heavy shedding and by that 10th day like i was wrapping my hair up at night and then i would just try to i was trying to comb it down and it was just clumps just falling out wow and so that night it was like a wednesday or thursday i told my husband i was like i need to cut it cuz i have meetings in the morning and if i wake up in the morning and i can't comb this wrap down and I got to try to get myself together for work. It's just going to be a bad day. Like, it's not going to work. So we actually all were in the bathroom. My husband cut it. My my two oldest daughters were there. And at first, I didn't think it was going to be a big deal because he had been falling out. That was more emotional for me. I felt like, like damn, it's really falling out. But when he started cutting it, I was okay. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I really thought, I was going to look like Amber Rose. I thought I was going to have this really cute, like, shade down little face.
1: It was going to automatically be blonde.
2: Yes. I thought it was going to be so cute. And when he first, when he took that first layer off, I was like, I'll send y'all a picture. I was like, what the hell? This is not what I thought I was going to look like. This little peach fuzz. I was
0: he has girls. Let like him be. <laughs>
2: um, and we it, we cleaned it up. It got cleaned up after that. But that initial cut, I was boohoo, and I was like, "This is not the shit I thought I was going. To have. This is not the look I thought was coming
1: out
0: of this." Oh.
1: But so now that now that it's cut, and 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 you have your hair, your hair is gone. What kind of head do you have? Do you have the perfectly shaped head? Is the question. I just so I
2: my head is a good shape. Thank goodness. My if
1: good there's market. a
2: look, my husband keeps saying he can see my soft spot, but I can't see up here, so it's not about Your soft
1: spot? What the <laughs> hell? Don't he know you 80? I <laughs>
2: That's what I said. Um, and I don't mind and honestly. I haven't, I occasionally wear, like if my head gets cold, like right now I have a, a head wrap, a hat on. Most of the time I'm bald. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't, I have some wigs, but like I don't really it's feel hot like now. Yeah, it's hot. I don't really yeah. feel like putting it on. Um I had just kind of like a moment when I first shaved it of whether or not I was gonna show myself at work because some people knew that I was going through treatment. But I felt like once I showed up bald, like a lot of people would start to question my health or what was going on. But I put some makeup on and was like, hey y'all, this is it.
0: Mm -hmm. And I'll wait for it to grow back.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Throw some earrings on, you're good to go. Exactly. So if
0: someone is looking to just even if they just want to have somebody they can listen to or what have you youtube your youtube channel is it right yeah and what is that it's life with answer a life a- with Five. answer yeah okay. usually
2: my well, no. new episodes come out on either thursday or friday
0: also on instagram it's she i think it's she underscore slaves underscore
2: Yep, she underscore slaves underscore cancer
1: by the way,
2: your blanket is absolutely lovely. Oh, thank you. You can thank Mama Jean for
0: that. Oh, yeah. Oh, I like that. It's good marketing.
1: Good <laughs> <laughs> marketing. Go, on, Mama Jean. Awesome.
0: Awesome. So, um, October 22nd, the uh, enology wine club is doing the making strides against breast cancer walk um, at 9 a.m so for people listening oh my gosh but for people listening if you want to join us we um we'll post how to we'll post the link so that you'll know how to join us it's free it doesn't cost you nothing people and it's at the title basin right it is at the tidal basin, mm-hmm. but we are going to support our sister yes. and any other women um, again for their fight against breast cancer.
1: Um, I actually need to ask my job about this too. I guess that'll be a good thing. To I'm gonna work. A, I'm gonna work around the kids' uh, activities, and I'm the overzealous people run.
0: Yeah, the ones that wanna. Feel like they're doing something huge.
1: I'm a little chunky. Me I'm
0: breathing not... hard and everything shaking in the back, ain't it's not helping us to do anything. So Look, we'll be, we'll I may be, be sitting on the grass, but
2: I'm looking forward to it because that Friday, the 21st, will be my final treatment.
0: Yeah. Um, Yay.
2: So that's gonna be my breathing we'll where Where's the wood? Knock on wood. That's gonna be my bell ring treatment.
1: We are awesome. going to
0: celebrate, yes. yeah. Yeah, we sure are. do. I need to bring my little wagon that I will be pulling the kids and groceries in and we just pull you through the Tidal Basin. Wait, what? <laughs> you pull
1: sit sit the... in the wagon. <laughs> We're walking. your back out. I was going to say, um, I love I love Nina and all. However, <laughs> ain't need a way you with that sucker. <laughs> yeah, so October 22nd,
0: Picking uh, Stars Against Breast Cancer. Um, to all of our listeners, make sure that you check out uh, <laughs> Make sure you check out her YouTube channel, Life With Answer. Make sure you check her out on Instagram as she underscore slays underscore cancer. But before we finish, I want to say happy belated birthday to Nina. It was just her birthday. So happy belated belated birthday. Thank you. Thank you, Nina, for joining us. We truly appreciate you. And thank you for sharing your story. Um, Shared your Instagram and YouTube. So people, please make sure that you go most importantly with youtube make sure that you subscribe as the kids say hit the like button i don't know which way it goes but <laughs> up down to the side but hit the like button it, it, should be, it shouldn't thing. even be
1: when it, when you got stuff like that it shouldn't even be a like button it should be it should be this you know because <laughs> <finger. laughs> you know tina old, had
0: her middle finger up for those that can't see it said
1: the whole middle finger because because it, oh. it says fuck cancer i mean that's true
0: that's true that
1: is true sorry baby
0: so as always make sure that you download our podcast make sure you follow us on instagram and that's at realities It's r-a-i-a-l-i-t-i-e-s make sure you download is important follow subscribe all that good stuff listen to us on your way to work while you're in the shower yeah i guess we clean enough for that um and all that good stuff share with your friends and your neighbors thank you thank you thank you and i'm gonna go ahead and say it bye